0: to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has
1: patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the gripping imprint of boot on the pages of history.
3: I'm Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. To contact the show, the email is rdgable at yahoo.com. That's r-d-g-a-b-l-e at yahoo.com. The website is www.thesecretteachings.info. The network website is The Fringe FM. And our social media page you can find by searching The Secret Teachings on Facebook or facebook.com forward slash... The Secret Teachings. You can find my personal Facebook page there as well. Ryan Gable. R-Y-A-N-G-A-B-L-E. Ryan Gable on Facebook. I really don't know what happened to the month of September. It's almost over already. And we're coming up on October. Normally, coming up on October, this would be, uh, well for me it would be hockey season. I think October 10th hockey usually starts, but they're just now playing the Stanley Cup Finals. And I haven't watched any hockey after the season was suspended. Uh, I had some people message me and tell me, hey, you know, Tampa Bay, the Lightning, they're in the the Stanley Cup final against Dallas. They could have played last night. They could have already won the Cup. I have no clue what's going on. I have not paid attention to it. A little part of me thought, you know what, I want to watch this game the other night. I think they they were playing the Islanders. And I just, I tried to look it up online, and I just did not have the energy to go through with it. And that's really my issue is that there's there's no energy in the game because there's the fan base is missing. And, I mean, hockey's a little bit different than other sports. You know, football's kind of slow. Baseball's kind of slow. Basketball can be slow. But hockey, you have to have the fans there, especially in the playoffs. Like, the energy of a hockey game, more than any other sport, is beyond intense. Like, in football, when the team scores a touchdown or kicks a field goal and you get that energy in the stands where people are cheering. You get that when there's nothing going on in hockey. That's how loud the stadium is. And then when there's a goal scored, it is amplified two or three times. And that energy is powerful. I mean, remember the first hockey game I went to, it was so intense. Like you could feel the vibration in the stadium. And even when you go to minor league games, sometimes you can feel that. But the NHL is a whole nother, a whole other thing. I mean, I don't, I don't know if the Olympics are like that if you consider that the next stage up, but it's a lot of energy, right? It's a lot of energy. And anybody will tell you, any amateur physicist will tell you that energy is everything and energy cannot be destroyed, right? And so if energy can't be destroyed, it can only be transferred and everything is a result of energetic expression manifesting itself physically. I mean, when I speak, right, if I say, welcome to the secret teachings radio show, well, that's comprised of a series of words, which are comprised of a series of letters, which are comprised essentially of various symbols. And those symbols have vibrations. And that's why I can say, welcome to the secret teachings radio show. And that's energy. And I've transformed it into something. And I speak into the mic and then it transfers to you over the internet, on your tablet, your phone, your computer, etc. And energy is really, really important. So we have to be careful where we Focus our attention where we direct our energy. I was having a really interesting conversation, really interesting conversation, and it was also a constructive conversation with a friend of mine. And we were talking about Black Lives Matter, but that's not really the point in tonight's show. So don't run away if you think this is a BLM show. But we we're talking about Black Lives Matter, and uh, he He kind of, he agrees with me. I agree with him. It's not about agreement, but we agree with each other fundamentally. Like, yeah, uh, we would like to be in peace with one another. I mean, that's the bottom line. So we're talking, and he keeps telling me, he's like, well, I really don't understand some of the things that you're saying about Black Lives Matter. You're saying they're Marxists, or you're saying they're witches even. I I don't know where you're getting that. And some other person came in the room, and they started talking to me, and they have a completely different viewpoint than me. Theirs is love and light, but theirs is also don't agree with me, get out of my face, you know, which is very accepting and very equalizing, very justified, very love and light. But my friend is is legitimately, I think, if you had to classify what love and light is, my friend is very much like that. So we're standing there talking and I and I tried to explain to them and then the third person came in the room. So I'm talking to three people and I said it's it's energy is what it is. And I said, BLM is a sigil. And all of the energy that's generated, all the energy that is created, goes into that sigil. And I don't want to participate in that, not because of black lives or any other lives, but because of what that symbol, that sigil represents. And, and somebody asked me, well, what do you mean what, is it, what, it, what it represents? It means black people matter. I said, no, it doesn't mean that, because the foundation of that symbol the foundation of that sigil is stripping apart, ripping apart, destroying, decimating, obliterating the family structure, eliminating masculinity in men. And they're like, what are, what are you talking about? What are, it, doesn't, what you, you know, it just means black people matter. I said, no, no, the fact that you can't go to their website and read what they say means that you probably shouldn't be down there investing your energy into something you don't understand. It's dangerous. So the conversation ended on a very positive note, though. And I explained to my friend, I said, look, here's the bottom line. Here's why. I mean, I've been down to rallies and protests like this before in Orlando and in Boise, Idaho and places like that. I said, I understand. I know their point of view. And I said, I understand there are people like you who really will listen to both sides, but these people, some of them will not listen to both sides. If you even have a a, a hint of disagreement in your voice, or you don't wear the right clothing, or the right symbol, they'll physically assault you. It's happened before. I've experienced it before. So I'm explaining this to my friend, but I said, here's the bottom line. Look, it's energy. And if I invest my energy in an unbalanced way, I'm going to create chaos. And if a lot of people invest their energy in an unbalanced way, it's going to create a lot of chaos. And if it's unorganized chaos, there is such a thing as organized chaos, but if it's unorganized chaos, then the people that are investing their energy in it, they're going to be on the receiving end of the energetic backlash. Otherwise, it is organized, but where it's organized in the direction of is not in the direction I want to go or be a part of because of, well, the things I've explained about what that sigil actually represents. It's based on a lie. I can watch the George Floyd video and then, you know, we talked about defunding the police. and I'm like, well, police already defunded massively anyway. That's why crime rates are skyrocketing and have been skyrocketing in places where police are defunded. So anyway, we go past that and I get to the, we get to the end of the conversation. I tell my friend, I said, look, it's energy. I said, you know, people that I know for sure some of the people we were talking to, they think I'm a Nazi for some silly reason. Because I don't agree with your view on something. I must be a Nazi. I said, look, here's the bottom line. Nazism is just slightly less, in my view, this is an opinion. But I said it's slightly less extreme than communism. And here's why. Because what we consider Nazism and fascism is the extreme right What we consider communism, socialism, that's the extreme left. I said, I don't want to live in either extreme because it's a spectrum. I don't want to live all the way on the right because all the way on the right, there's discriminant killing. That's a key word, discriminant killing. There are camps. There are facilities where people are taken and re-educated, detained for voicing their opinion. And then if I go to the extreme left, there's indiscriminate killing. And people are still detained and put in camps for expressing their opinion or for believing that, you know, as an individual, they might be independent outside of the collective. Oh, no, that's not a good idea. I mean, there's collectivism on the right, too. So I said there's two extremes here. I don't want to live in either extreme. I said, unless you're very objective and balanced about your approach to this, you end up in one extreme or the other, because there are people that want to go kill these rioters and protesters, and then there are rioters and protesters who think it's all about love and light, but when somebody says, hey, I don't agree with you, then they physically assault them. It's extremism on both ends. I don't want to be part of any of that. And he said, well, then what's the solution? I said, well, I don't think I'm intelligent enough to have a solution, but if I had to give you a solution, here's what my solution would be. Balanced objectivity, like remove the emotion from it, at least initially, look at everything on a case-by-case basis. If we can look at everything on a case-by-case basis, then we can reduce our vulnerability to external control through emotional reactions, which creates hysteria. That's the first thing. The second thing is we need to understand that agreement and communication doesn't mean agreeing with only what we want somebody to communicate to us. Sometimes people are going to communicate things to us that we disagree with and real openness means that we accept that and we maybe learn something from that and we have a dialogue, we have discourse. I said the third thing is natural law, self-defense. If I go down to this rally with you, my friend asked me to go down again and I said I don't really want to because I'm on Antifa's list for starters. But if I go down to one of these rallies, I said, like, I- I'm not going to go down there unless I'm armed, first of all. Oh, but it's all love and light. I said, dude, you're love and light, okay? You're a good person. I like you. I love you. You're a decent human being. But you don't understand, buddy. Because you go down there and you say the wrong thing, they will physically assault you. It's happened to me before. I understand that maybe 90% of the people have this love and light attitude, but that I'm not worried about them. I'm worried about the people that are extremists. And I said, I'm also worried about the 90% of you who, who do believe in love and light, whatever that means, because you're being used by something that you admittedly tell me you don't even know what it means. And they're using your energy. And that's really the key here. It's energy. Energy. You think about magic. Think about witchcraft or witches and warlocks and all this stuff. It's magic. It's intention. That's what magic is. Now, I'm not a practicing magician, per se. I'm more of a scholarly magician. I like to read and I like to write about magic. I like to talk about magic. And that's about it. I don't really practice magic in a ritual form. But I did write a big book called Occult Arcana. It's over 500 pages. It's a very, very thick book. It's like a ream of computer paper. And I went back and I was reading some of it two days ago. And I just pulled it out again for tonight's show. And I started reading it and I was thinking... You know, I really do not remember writing this. You know, I remember sitting down and writing a 60-page draft like five years ago. And I didn't know what it was. I was just getting my thoughts out on some ideas, some subjects. And then I took that 60 pages, I rewrote the whole thing, and then I wrote the book, uh, structured it, put it together. And I remember some of the sections in this book, you know, I've added later and whatnot. But I went back and I read the introduction to the book, the introduction that I wrote to the book. And I'm reading this, and I'm thinking, I, I really don't remember reading this or writing this. You know, I really don't even remember rereading it, you know, to edit it or anything. I mean, I, when I, I as I say that tongue-in-cheek, like I, I remember it, but I don't remember it. Because when I wrote this, I think I was in an, a, a very, very meditative, energetic state. And there was an, an energy, to be very vague, that probably was flowing through me almost in a form of automatic writing. That doesn't make this book written by gods or, you know, spirits. I just mean like there was something energetically, my spirit, something higher, if you will, working through me to write this. And it was important that I wrote this book and put all this together in a, in a, in a compact form that you can, you can grab a copy on the website at thesecretteachings.info. And if you are a practitioner of magic, this book might help you. I know a couple of people that are magical practitioners, and uh, they've enjoyed this book a lot. A couple of listeners, actually, who practice magic. So I know that this is, this is good material, even though I'm not a pra- practitioner. But even be, not being a practitioner, you don't have to be a practitioner of magic. All you have to do is have a pentagram, and people think that you worship the devil. All you have to do is have a, have a swastika, and people think that you're a Nazi. Why? Why? Well, whether they understand it or not, those symbols are powerful. And the energy within that symbol from all the things that may be associated with, it's powerful. And the opposition that people have to those things is also powerful. You know, maybe someone who's not, they don't have to be a communist or an extremist leftist to think a swastika means they're a Nazi. I mean, there are plenty of right-wing extremists legitimate white supremacists who think that the swastika is a sign of white supremacy it can be and there are a lot of people that think that the pentagram is a symbol of witchcraft in the most horrific and vile and evil way and they use the pentagram or they use the sigil of lucifer a lot of women wear like you know witchy women gothic women they wear like a a lucifer sigil or i met this one guy at a a co-op in boise one time he was very nice guy but I asked him, I said, "What? what's the, why do you have the pentagram star? Just curious. And he said, oh, I'm a, and he was proud of it, too. He said, I'm a, I'm a practicing Satanist. I said, oh, you go to, like, a satanic church or something? He's like, well, I'm reading about it right now. And I said, okay. I came back in another time. I talked to this guy, and he had, like, uh, he got something else tattooed on his arm. And he remembered me, and he was kind of excited to show me because I expressed interest in what he was interested in, right? So he said... He said, "Oh yeah, yeah, I got this, I got this other tattoo on my arm and he got like a he got like a bafflemet style pentagram tattooed on his arm, all in like dark really really dark ink. Like the whole thing was filled in black." And I said, "Do you know what that symbol means?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's it's, you know, it's the goat god, it's the devil." And he's right, it is the goat god, it is the devil, but it's also not the goat god, it's not the devil. It's also androgynous, it's also alchemical, it's also male and female, black and white. It's also the foundation for um, alchemical transmutation, if you will. But it also means devil. <laughs> it, it can mean a lot of things. You know, Nazis, swastikas, witches, pentagrams. Or you can use other more subtle symbols, like a triquetra, for example. If I have a triquetra, nobody says anything. You know, it's actually, you know what it is? Symbolism and witchcraft and magic, it, it, you can describe this stuff kind of like that scene in Batman, where the Joker is explaining to Harvey Dent, why people lose their minds when things don't go according to plan. And he says, you know, if I if I told the press tomorrow that a group full of soldiers would be blown up, nobody panics because it's all part of the plan. But when I say that one little old mayor will die, everybody just loses their minds. And that's kind of like what what symbols are. It's kind of what witchcraft and magic are. You know, everything goes according to plan. If you interpret things the way that, you know, you're, viewpoint your faith tells you to interpret them everything goes according to plan but as soon as somebody says well that's not what that symbol means to me then everybody just loses their minds you're a witch you're a devil worshiper you're a nazi you know i have a giant american flag hanging up in my studio nobody ever accuses me of be- are you an american and that flag would be as offensive to some people as the german battle flag i have hanging up or the japanese flag or the templar flag or the german flag nobody asks me because I, I have a lot of German ancestry. Are you German? Why, well, yes, I am. But that's not why I have the flag hanging up. It's I'm not a, a member of the Knights Templar. I just have a Templar flag. You know, I don't like Big Brother, but I have a Big Brother 1984 picture in my studio that says Big Brother's watching you. You know, I'm not uh, I'm not Egyptian, but I have a piece of papyra here in studio with Anubis on it. I'm not I'm not a, a Ouija board practitioner, but I have a Ouija board in studio. You know, it's like. I'm also not a computer technician, but I have some computers here in studio. It's energy, it's focus, where we direct our attention. And I'm sure some of you heard, this is the reason that I wanted to do tonight's show on this subject. Primarily focused on witchcraft, and obviously energy is an important part of that in any kind of magic. I was on Lighting the Void on Friday night, and that's a thing that Joe Roop and I are going to do more consistently. We're going to do our uh, Friday night show together. Uh, We've had a lot of good feedback. I think we have pretty good chemistry. So we're going to do that show. And uh, we did a show Friday. And I don't even know why. You know, it's just like if you go to a hockey game, like I was saying a few minutes ago, if you go to a hockey game, you can feel the energy. Sometimes it's a little bit more intense than any other sport you go to. Well, being in studio to do radio, especially in the evening or at night, late night radio, it's a different kind of energy. And there's like a humor there and there's like a a, a a a little bit of fear there, depending on what you're talking about. It's scary. It's nighttime, right? So we're talking and I don't know how this came up, but Joe said something about how, you know, his broom fell in his uh, in his studio and it fell in the middle of the floor. Like it moved from the wall to the middle of the floor, not just like fell like it fell and then moved like five, 10 feet or something. I don't know, something like that. So we we started talking about witches because I asked him if he he had seen anything weird like apparitions or something like this ghosts. And he started talk, stop, talk, start talking about witches and I just you know I, I said because I'm being sarcastic but I'm also there's a little bit of seriousness there. I said well you know I don't really I don't really buy all these witches. There's there's so many everybody's a witch now you know everybody's witchy everybody's witchy now and you know for some people that works. I had to look up the word witchy to even see if that was a real word I, I guess it is it means relating to resembling or characteristic of a witch so it implies you know real witchcraft but what exactly is witchcraft I was really I was thinking a lot about that over the weekend because I know that it my statement on that offended quite a few people what do you mean this is a radio network where there's a lot of witches. How can you make a statement like that? Well, I, I like to be objective because I don't want to fall into one extremist category or another. So here's what I like to do. I don't care what other people think. I care what, you know, how I feel. And I feel that I don't want to, because I have a pentagram in studio or a sign that says protected by witchcraft, I don't really want to project myself as a witch, but I also don't want to attack those who do. I'm going to try to stand as best as I can in the middle. And if I can try to stand in the middle, maybe I can have a a more clear perspective of what witchcraft is or what witchcraft isn't or what anything is or isn't for that matter. I'll stand in the middle. So yeah, you know, I don't really buy the Instagram witches and the TikTok witches and all that, that stuff. Maybe a few of them. But even even so, what does it matter what I classify as witchcraft? I just, if you look back historically, I don't think that witches were what you thought they were. And I i don't think that they were, it was all just made up either. But made up in relation to what? I don't know. That's your guess too. I, I have no idea. What do you think? And witchcraft today is the same way. I don't know what a real witch is. It's just everybody's walking around with like piercings and crystals and shaman spears and oh i'm a witch uh, does that make you a witch because you bought some items at the store i don't know if that makes you a witch i don't know rd gable at yahoo.com facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings triple the secret teachings for the archive subscription and for the books including occult arcana triple w secret it's Wikipedia. anybody can be a witch What is a real witch? We'll talk about that when we come back from break. Stay with us right here on the Fringe FM. You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting.
1: May I have the password, please.
3: The Fringe FM.
1: That's right, sir. That is the password. This is The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash teachings, or our website, TheSecretTeachings.info.
2: If you'd like to hear more of The Secret Teachings, if you missed a show or part of a show, sign up to the ever-expanding archive at TheSecretTeachings.info. When you subscribe for a month or a year, you get access to the full show archive to every show after it airs. You can download and stream unlimited episodes and share your login with friends or family. With your subscription, you can also get access on the website to all of Ryan's digital books and the ever-growing montage archive. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donate Subscribe tab at the top of the page. Use the secure PayPal link and start your membership today. By subscribing, you support The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, Ryan, and yourself.
0: Alex X.
3: Hi, I'm Alex XM, and you're listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM.
0: Have you noticed that well-known and controversial talk show hosts have recently been censored on the internet by corporate and political interests? Hey guys, it's Clyde Lewis here with Ground Zero Radio, and in order to counter against the suppression of information, we've decided to create our own private digitalized playground. It's called aftermath.media. It's an exclusive online multimedia library featuring videos, movies, audio clips, archive shows, ebooks, documents, and much, much more. Our news aggregator, Nucifer, provides current news relating to many of the topics we cover. We'll also be hosting the Ground Zero friendly podcasts, like Into the Para Abnormal with Jeremy Scott and The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Aftermath has a social media platform along with the chat room to interact with many of our listeners. Mobile apps for Android and Apple will soon be available at Aftermath.media. The monthly subscription to Aftermath.media is $9.99 a month. This includes exclusive access to the library of archived Ground Zero podcasts and shows. If you're interested in having access to our podcast, it's only $4.99 a month. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero by subscribing to Aftermath.media. Sign up today, Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. If you're interested
1: in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images, Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Good Philosophy, all three of these books are available in soft cover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info, that's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today, it not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you.
0: truth is out there. There's something out here. And so are we. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
3: I'm Ryan Gable, host of The Secret Teachings, and you are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.
2: This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings.
3: You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting.
1: How do you think you would react
3: if you knew the truth? The Fringe at them. Right, I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. What is witchcraft? What does witchcraft mean? What does it mean to be witchy? If you buy some crystals at the store, does that make you a witch? Or does that make you new age? Maybe you're a hipster. I don't know. Hipsters like crystals. I don't know. New age... Well, dare I say it. I've been to a lot of conferences. New age, low-level prostitute, porn star, uh, I don't know what i call them. They're not gold diggers. They're more like conspiracy diggers. I don't know. They dig, they dig guys that talk about conspiracies and they, they jump them. <laughs> Let's put it that way at conferences, right? I've seen a lot of this at conferences. It's, and so anyway, my point is, I don't really know what makes a witch, but I'm pretty sure that you don't become a witch by buying items at a, New Age shop. And if you like to do that, that's fine. I mean, I have crystals here in studio. I like crystals. You know, I have, I've got herbs, you know, made some homemade tomato sauce over the weekend. I put some herbs in that. Doesn't make me a witch. I didn't have a cauldron. But I'd say that I probably practice witchcraft in a more official way than a large majority of TikTok and Instagram witches. Does that make me special? No. Does it mean does it implicate anything? No. Doesn't imply anything. It just means that I'm quite sure that I don't have to have the image of a witch to be a witch. You know. So, what exactly is a witch? Well, we were talking about this on Lighting the Void Friday night. And I made some comments that I'm sure turned a lot of people off and they thought, "Well, well wait a minute, wait a minute." I thought I thought Ryan wrote a whole book about witchcraft. Well, that's inaccurate. It's a whole book on occultism, witchcraft just happens to be one of the one of the chapters in it or one of the sections in a chapter towards the end of the book. So I did write a section on witchcraft. Uh, there's stuff on demonology, there's there's stuff on voodoo in this book. Doesn't mean I'm a voodoo practitioner. I just, you know, I'm interested in it because I'm like I'm like a scholarly witch, scholarly magician. But I was thinking about it over the weekend, and I was I realized, you know, a lot of people probably took that the wrong way, although we clarified on the show like I don't hate witches and I don't need to explain that but just because I say that I don't believe that most people are witches doesn't mean that you know I hate witches I don't know that this extremist point of view that's what gets us in trouble but I'm also not just defending you know my perspective in a sense I'm also defending your perspective which is different than mine especially if you identify as a witch or something I, I don't know because I can see that even if you classify yourself as a witch, let's say, you know, or a magician, or a Satanist for that matter, whatever. Okay. But there are some who are going to look at that and think that you're crazy and out of your mind. I don't think that you're crazy and you're out of your mind, though. But I don't subscribe to your version of witchcraft, per se. This is what... This is the openness, this is the discourse that we can have, where it's like, I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying. I don't necessarily agree with your perspective. If you want to classify yourself as something, go ahead. But, you know, I have a different viewpoint. And it's just like the conversation I was having with my friend. I told him, I don't want to be on the extreme right or the extreme left. I would just like to live in a situation where we can kind of look at things without responding emotionally, especially when those emotions are hijacked. And if we preserve uh, the foundation of natural law, and I think we combine those two things together, I think that's truly love and light. That's true understanding and acceptance. But when, when you're somebody that walks around and you don't have an understanding truly, like you didn't come to an understanding, you didn't do the work, someone just gave it to you, well... It's my favorite quote by Manly Palmer Hall, I think, really will suffice to, to explain my opinion on this. And that is, wisdom is not bestowed, it is achieved. You don't just walk into a New Age store, buy a lapis lazuli and a rose quartz, buy some sage, some candles, and you're suddenly a witch. But there are those who might buy those items because they're practicing witches, and there are those who would look at them and think that they're totally insane. There's no such thing as witchcraft. I don't know what that means either. Of course there's a, such a thing as witchcraft. There's various types of witchcraft. I know I'm focusing really hard on witchcraft, but there's, there's a method to the madness here on The Secret Teachings. There's a reason why I focus on things like this. I got an email from David Griffin. He said he's been listening for a long time. And he said, I want to provide you with some constructive criticism. He said, sometimes you repeat things. It kind of sounds like you're beating a dead horse. And some things I don't really think are important or relevant to begin with, but keep up the great work. That is how you properly have discourse. He doesn't necessarily agree, but he says, keep up the great work anyway. He's been a long time, you know, listener, last couple months at least. So, David, thank you for that email. And what David said, I can address that. It might seem like David and I disagree, but actually I agree with you, David. I do repeat things quite often. That's what you have to do in radio because people listen for, you know, listeners pay attention. You, you yourself might pay attention for 15, 20 minutes at a time. Clearly you don't because you've heard me repeat things, but you do that. So there's, you know, segments and you get the information into those segments and people that only listen to certain segments, they they get the same information. It would be, it'd be even worse if we had like, four segments an hour or something, or six segments an hour, like little tiny segments, then you'd hear the same thing repeated a lot. But I, but I like what David Griffin wrote to us. I really like what he wrote to us at rdgable at yahoo.com because, yeah, the repeating thing is really important. Remember George Bush said that? He's like, in my field of work, you got to kind of repeat things to catapult the propaganda. You know, more that you repeat it, the more people will believe it. Well, it's kind of like that in radio. And when you repeat something, it's kind of like, if you think about it, and I guess I guess if you were to, you know, go to a dictionary or something, and you were to type in or you were to look up something like a, you know, an incantation. If we were going to have an incantation, if we were going to have a chant about something, you know, something matters, some kind of lives matter. An incantation, what is an incantation? It's a series of words, and they're set in a magical spell or charm. So... Really, you know, speaking is if you speak about the same thing over and over again, it's an incantation. It's magic. It's a spell. It's a curse. So by definition, when I repeat things here on the show, you know, just in theme at least, it's an incantation. It's magic. It's not dark magic. It's not white magic. It's really just gray magic. I'm just talking to you. But it's an incantation. And if I were to house, as I do here in my studio, house many of the symbols of various belief systems, uh, you may interpret, if you are of one of these belief systems, me to be on your team, and you may interpret me to be on another team. You may come in here and see the, the various Jewish symbols I have and think, oh, maybe he's a Jew. You might like me more because of that. You might hate me because of that. I know there are white supremacists that listen to this show, just like there are black supremacists who listen to this show. I know there are Nazis who listen to this show. I get emails from them. They think I'm on their team. I'm not on your team. But I'm not going to assault your team because I see your point of view, whether I agree with it or not. And there are people who could look in my studio and think, Oh no, Ryan practices the Ouija board. That's evil. No, it's just a Ouija board be anything you want it to be. So, got to repeat things sometimes. That's an incantation. And I had to I had to again I had to look up the word witchy to really see what that meant. And I'm looking up the word witchy and I'm thinking about witchcraft over the weekend and and I remembered this story that I read from, you know, the horrible terrible publication, the Atlantic. You know, the Atlantic, the one that's like yeah, there's going to be mass chaos sometime mid-November, if we don't get our way. So this is a horrible publication, but it's it's an extremist publication. But they, they had a story in their March issue about witchcraft in the United States. And we talked about it at the time. The last show we did on witchcraft was called World of Witchcraft. And tonight I've called the show Witchipedia for Dummies. And the reason I've done that tongue-in-cheek, I don't think you're dumb, because I guess I'm a witch too... But I called it Wikipedia because it's a clever name. But because Wikipedia is a database of all this content and people can go in and change it and make it what they want. And that's really what witchcraft is. It's just this database of uh, historical information and people can take that information. They can change it and do what they want with it, right? So this Atlantic article talks about witchcraft. I really want to read you part of this article here. Check this out. Listen to what this says. Because although I don't like the Atlantic, I this would explain my view on what witchcraft has become better than I could really explain it in words, you know, without really sitting down and, and writing a report on it. So it says this casting spells and assembling altars have become quite lucrative. You can attend a fall equinox ritual organized by Airbnb. I didn't even know that. Sign up for subscription witch boxes offering the equivalent of blue apron for magic making. That's interesting. And by Aurora Cleanses on Etsy. Someone's making a lot of money with a lot of BS. Uh, (laughs) Maybe they work. Instagram's reigning witch influencer. I didn't know they had a reigning witch influencer. Brie Luna, I'm sure that's not her last name, has more than 450,000 followers and has collaborated with others. Introducing a line of cosmetics inspired by the transformative quality of crystals. All right, so I I imagine, See, here's the thing. I imagine, you know, the people that say that they're all about love and light, but then they'll attack you when you don't agree with them. It's kind of like this with, like, witchcraft. Like, people that are real witches and, you know, they really practice magic. They don't usually talk about it. They don't usually, they don't brag about it. They don't make, you know, that their image. In fact, all throughout history, witches didn't make it well-known that they were a witch because if they made it well-known they were a witch, they'd have been hanged, burned at the stake, drowned. A lot of bad things would have happened to them if they would have come out and been like, yeah, I'm a witch, and I'm going to put a spell on you, you know, (laughs) It didn't, it, that wasn't how it worked historically, because if w- women did things in particular that were in, they did the opposite. They in, intentionally tried to portray themselves, even if they weren't like legitimately a practicing witch, which I can't imagine there were too many of them. But since people were so suspicious, women did things that were intentionally misleading even though it really wasn't leading anybody away from them being a witch, but because they didn't want to be perceived as a witch. So they tried to do things in a certain way so they nothing could be interpreted as an act of witchcraft. You see the difference? Like, in the old days, you got your ass burned at the stake for being a witch, even if you weren't a witch. And they drowned you. And if you drowned and you died, then you were not a witch. But if you came to the surface, oh, ''She's a witch!'' So today, they, they get on Instagram and TikTok, and then they create lines of cosmetics out of crystals. Kind of reminds me of that diamond cream from Arrested Development, which Tobias puts on those dim- that diamond cream, and he's following Lindsay. So anyway, in the United States, mainstream interest in witches has occasionally waned, but mostly waxed. Oh, bravo. That was such a clever line. I'll give him a round of applause for that. It made me completely forget what I was reading. So in the U.S., mainstream interest in witches has been back and forth, usually in tandem with the rise of feminism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I know. That's one of my issues. And the plotting of trust and establishment ideas. So let me try to figure this out. Witchcraft traditionally, like real witchcraft, was understanding plants, stones, planetary cycles, working with the phases of the moon getting in touch with the goddess, drawing down the moon. Famous ritual, famous book too, good book. That's witchcraft. What witchcraft really isn't, although this has of course occurred throughout history, are black masses, witches and orgies with demons, black feasts, you know, communing with Satan. Do those things happen? Yeah, they do, but Is that like the majority of witchcraft? Probably. I don't think so at all. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think that's from what I've read. I don't think that's the majority of witchcraft. I think most of that is not a result of witchcraft. It's a result of fear in witchcraft. In other words, people that were afraid of witches kind of fabricated all this stuff because they were what in a hysterical state of mind. The witches are all around us. So, When you say there's a witch hunt today, a witch hunt is, well, you're looking for something, you're looking for somebody, despite evidence to the contrary sometimes, and you have this hysterical emotion along with it. It doesn't matter what the evidence says. Throw her in the water with weights, burn her at the stake, hang her. She's a witch. You don't have to prove it. It's just mob hysteria. But today, somehow, witchcraft has moved from, like, let me understand this this tree. Let me understand these leaves and this plant. I might be able to use this for medicine. And let me uh, let me let me look at those stones over there. Those look cool. And uh, I'm gonna pray to the moon and draw down the moon so the goddess is inside of me. Let me do that. And that's turned into where otherwise it would be concealed because you'd be burned. That was turned, and, and also a lot of that stuff happened at Salem. But historically, you know, Salem kind of creates this image. Of what witchcraft persecution has looked like. But it hasn't always been like that. So you go back even further. And it's like witches weren't too excited. To tell other people they were witches. You know they didn't get together. You know in a group of people. Maybe in their coven. They probably didn't even do this. But you know they didn't get together in society. And they're like all right. We're, we're having a meeting of witches today. Out in public. Because they'd have got hanged. <laughs> or they would got burned. Or they would got beaten in the streets you know. They'd have been executed, but now witches come out and they're like, look at me, I'm a witch, I've got crystals, and I buy things on Etsy, and I go to Equinox rituals, and I dance around naked, and it's just a big excuse to, it's just a big excuse to engage in orgies, and it's a big excuse to do all kinds of stuff that otherwise wouldn't be culturally acceptable, or otherwise I would think I'm a terrible person, but if I label it as witchcraft, and I go bang a bunch of guys, then it's powerful magic. Well, you're right. It is powerful magic. You've turned into a harlot and a whore, and that's probably not what witchcraft is all about. Because you're supposed to draw down the goddess and preserve the sacred feminine and preserve sexual divinity and the sacredness of sex. Not just hand it out like you're handing out flyers and coupons for a restaurant. You know what I mean? And that's what a lot of witches are today. It's like, have sex with as many guys as you can. This is for the women. Do do all of you think that? I know you don't all think that. Some of you do do that, but you'd be mad at me for suggesting it because I called you out on what otherwise you've you've kept hidden. You know what I mean? So that's not what witchcraft is. Now, likewise, you don't have to have sex with a bunch of guys or a bunch of women to be a magician. what, What I'm saying is, if you're a witch... This is not witchcraft, okay? This is using witchcraft as a label because it's cool and trendy to be more socially and culturally acceptable within whatever your interests are that might be a little bit fringe or abnormal. That's what that is. Are there witches today? Yeah. Have I met a real witch? Yes, I've met a real witch. Again, I'd consider myself to be in a sense, kind of like a witch, but I'd also consider myself to kind of be like a Christian. But I'm not a Christian. You know, I kind of consider myself in a way to be a Buddhist, but I'm not a Buddhist. You got to pick something. No, I don't. So this is what witchcraft is. And this is what the Atlantic is saying about witchcraft. They're, they're telling you that witchcraft has created this bond with feminism. And that's that's where you lost me. You know, it's like in that scene in National Treasure, where they go into the. I think they go to they go to the FBI and Department of Homeland Security or something. They they're telling them that someone's going to steal Ian's going to steal the Declaration of Independence, and they go they go tell the the woman in like the archive building or something or document preservation. They tell her someone's going to steal the Declaration of Independence, and she's like, "No, no, it's preserved." And then they explain it further. They're like, "Well, we found this inscription on a pipe and." And Riley's like, well, that's that's where we lost the FBI and that's where we lost the Department of Homeland Security. And well, it's like, I'm into the witchcraft until it, it suddenly becomes feminism and that's where you lost me. I don't know what what that has to do with anything. And then you get into like you distrust establishment ideas so you become a witch. Well, that makes a little bit more sense. Why? Because witchcraft and this witchy new age thing that that spawned out of the intelligence, agency agenda or the psychological terror of the 1960s and 70s which you know promoted a lot of the things that witchy people do today it promoted drugs it promoted alcohol it promoted free love beautiful wonderful things that you get caught up in and you lose who you really are which is again the opposite of witchcraft because a witch is about finding her own power right and communing with the goddess drawing down the moon understanding nature men can do it just as much as women do it so losing yourself in a, in debauchery and an orgy of alcohol drugs and sex is not witchcraft and it sure as hell isn't new age what it is is an intelligence agency scam to demoralize people and limit their capacity for protest limit their capacity for changing the system that's also been changed though because now you can manipulate people emotionally to fight the system but those who are fighting the system are really working for the system so the system can respond in kind with what's happening and use the controlled opposition to further their power so congratulations you really are working for the man and if you are a devil worshiper, you really are working for the devil. You're working for chaos and destruction. So congratulations if that's what you're working on. But if you want to go further than that, somehow, somehow, witchcraft has everything to do with Donald Trump nowadays. Now listen, I know that a majority of you, if you're witches, you know witches, you like witchy things, you probably don't feel this way, but for some reason, like women in particular, get drawn into this because it's—it all sounds good: love and light and peace and acceptance. Yeah, women are more nurturing; they're going to feel more connected to those ideas. But that's what the scam is. Of course, the devil doesn't come with a pitchfork and horns and and cloven hooves. The devil comes like dressed like a beautiful angel, like a saint and promises you all these wonderful, beautiful things. You want to commune with the devil? You're communing with the devil when you don't understand what it is you're participating in and when you're directing your energy towards something that you really admittedly don't understand. That's, that's very, very, very dark because you're practicing black magic. You don't even know you're practicing it. You're being used. It's even worse because your energy is its conscious, subconscious, and unconscious. Wow, that's dangerous. So somehow witches have uh, become involved in Trump and, you know, of course, the Me Too movement. So witches have done things like tried to bind the president. You should see my face right now. Bind the president. And I, I saw this other story. This is a crazy one. Listen to this. I didn't even know you could do this. But apparently witches have gone out in the last, let me check the, double, double check the date of this, in the last, uh, well, last couple of months, this was back in April, and they cast a spell against the coronavirus. Well, damn, if somebody would have told the witches in the Middle Ages about this, or in the 13th or 1400s, they could have stopped the bubonic plague. All you had to do was cast a spell against it. It was that easy. It was that easy. Just cast a spell against it. Go away, plague. Come back another day. Go away, coronavirus. Come back an- Is that really? I Listen, I'm not a magical practitioner. Can you cast spells against viral particulates? I did not know this. Can you cast spells against bacteriums? I, di- I didn't learn that in biology class. I didn't know you could cast spells. I didn't learn that in anything I've read about witchcraft. I never read an Eliphas Levi book, and he said, if you get sick, just cast a spell against it. You know, I've read the books where they talk about Salas and uh, the Pythagorean Pentagram, the S-A-L-U-S, and the, 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 the Pinnacle of Health, but I've never heard about casting spells against disease. I've heard about wearing talismans of protection or ointments of protection, but never casting a spell again I don't even know how they cast this spell. I guess they put together some kind of... Uh, they put together a hyper-sigil, and then the hyper-sigil is supposed to stop the virus. Listen, if viruses do cause disease, a hyper-sigil isn't going to stop a hyperpsychopath from releasing a contagion and then profiting financially off of the vaccine and profiting off of the social engineering that comes about as a result in a global reset to restructure the world into a global governance dominated by the United Nations and possibly intelligences from another dimension— I don't think a hypersidual is going to do anything. Your magic is not as powerful as their magic. I guarantee you that. So put together your hypersiduals. This isn't going to do anything when you're dealing with, you're not just dealing with other witches. You're dealing with like demonic entities like Bill Gates, like George Soros. You want to talk about a powerful witch. These are powerful witches. All right. It's like, I was using a Dragon Ball Z reference though, but it's like the most powerful character in Dragon Ball Z. And you're fighting like a cat. All right, you can't compare an Instagram witch cannot hold a candle to a Bill Gates witch. All right, these people are evil. They're not even witches. They don't need to draw their power from somewhere. They're literal demons. They're like possessed by demons. So I guess E for effort. (laughs) I don't know E for effort. Uh, And then, you know, the, the, the thing about Trump is really weird. This is what the Atlantic says. Trump must contend not only with the resistance movement. Well, that's just an anti-government movement. That's just an anti-right movement. That's just a left-wing extremist movement. It has nothing to do with Trump. But they also have to deal with magic resistance. Trump has to deal with magic resistance, which it shares guides to hexing corporations, because that won't come back on you, spells to protect reproductive rights. More to say on that later, probably. And opportunities to join groups on Facebook like hashtag bind Trump, where they're casting spells to curb the president's power. Curb your enthusiasm. Curb the president's power. I don't even know what to say. That that makes you a witch nowadays. I guess you can cast spell. I mean, I get, even the casting a spell against the coronavirus makes more sense to me than trying to bind the president. If you try to bind somebody to do something, listen, that's not going to come back in a positive, loving way. And I guarantee you that there's a large majority of the people that practice this. They're not sitting there like, all right, I love everybody and I don't like what Donald Trump does, but I, I love him as a person. I don't want to hurt him. I just want to bind him. I just want to bind him and stop him from hurting other people. That's my intention. I bet you if you go up to that person, you ask them, why do you hate the president so much? And you're like, well, I'm not really a supporter, but why do you hate the president? Well, he did this, 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 and this. And I'm like, well, okay, but he did this, 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 and this. and He's married to an immigrant. I don't think he hates anybody. I... Just give me some proof of that. They'd probably cast a spell on you because they wouldn't like what you're saying. Because they can't have discourse on something that they don't understand. Because they think that everything is I don't like it, so I'm gonna buy a crystal and I'm gonna throw it at the White House. That's not how magic works. There are other magicians though. You know that you know the founders of Black Lives Matter in their own words are practitioners of Ifu, which is a Nigerian African religion where they invoke spirits to help them carry out their works on this planet. In their own words, they've I played the the clip before. Maybe we'll play one of the montages. I've got two montages tonight. I've got the Black Magic Matters montage and the Witchcraft montage. We'll play both of those tonight on the show. We'll play one coming back from break. You can hear it, their own words, where they're talking about... So literally, Black Lives Matter is not only directing of energy towards sigils, it's literally witches controlling the movement. Same witches, same style, same type of witch. That is, no surprise, binding the president and creating resistance movements. This isn't Star Wars, okay? It's not the Empire and, 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 and the rebel groups. Everybody wants to make it about that, you know, because the archetype, it's powerful. You want to be a part of something, right? That's why you got all this stuff about the Cabal and the Deep State and the Alliance. Alliance of what? Cab- what? What do you mean a Cabal? You know, I had trouble with my website last night and this morning. I finally got it fixed. HostGator was very helpful. And I had a couple of people message me, and they just said, hey, uh, Joseph Lovell, messaged me, and he said, hey, thanks for the shout-out on Friday's show, but I uh, just wanted to let you know your website's down. I'm sure you know that. And, you know, it's nice to have people contact me because I, I, I might not have known that, but I go to look at the website I get it all fixed, and I'm just thinking, like, Joseph didn't think this, but I'm sure there was somebody out there thinking, the cabal took Ryan Gable down. No, the cabal didn't take me down. I had a plug-in issue. <laughs> it's that simple. Wasn't the cabal. There's no alliance. Just like in witchcraft and magic. It's not evil per se. It's not necessarily good. But doing evil under the guise of good is dangerous enough. But when you do it under the guise of good and don't know what you're doing, you're really meddling in the affairs of things you don't understand. And that's dangerous. And yeah, that I oppose. I'm Ryan Gable, this is the Secret Teachings. Stay with us right here on the Fringe FM. Subscribe to the archive at the secret The website is working and or grab a copy of my book, Occult Arcana, www.thesecretteachings.info. You can read reviews on the website for that book, Occult Arcana. It's only available at thesecretteachings.info. More after this. Stay with us. that show is now running all day friday and all day saturday on history channel which is really amazing since i don't know if there's any other show on tv that's doing that right now so i
0: hate this channel
3: or you could listen to the secret teachings with myself ryan gable five nights a week and join us to explore the outer limits and quarantine zones of history symbolism parapolitics myth and more we don't have insiders or some galactic confederation ambassador but we do have books memories critical thinking skills, and an ability to recognize patterns. And we also know a little bit about a lot. But don't take my word for
0: it. I'm kind of like you. I'm the last of a dying breed a generalist.
3: Find TheFringe.fm Monday through Friday for new episodes of The Secret Teachings or check out TalkStream Live in the Paranormal Radio app. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info to subscribe to the entire show archive so that you can listen, stream, and download every episode after it airs. Subscribers also get access to our montages and digital books, www.thesecretteachings.info and The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Don't settle for less.
0: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but...
2: I hate this channel.
3: Are you ready to explore the unknown and the secret teachings? Do you have everything you need?
1: I've got my secret socks on, and my secret TV, and my secret TV channel.
3: SpongeBob sounds ready. Are you?
2: All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hi, this is Laura. I'm from Las Vegas, and I listen to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable because he never fails to provide us with great information from various topics on which he's done extensive and thorough research to back him. Thank you for all that you do and all your hard work, Ryan. And thank you for sharing it with the rest of us.
1: Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark welcome to the darkness i hope you find it enlightening
2: you are listening to ktlk digital broadcasting the fringe fm where you can catch the secret teachings with ryan gable five nights a week
1: after lighting the void with joe Rook.
3: You have everything you need to explore the secret teachings?
1: I've got my secret socks on and my secret TV and my secret TV channel.
3: Looks like SpongeBob's ready, are you?
0: This is America. Don't America to see Yeah, this is America.
1: When we say
2: the names, right? So we speak their names, we say her name, say their names. That all the time, that you kind of invoke that spirit, and then those spirits actually become present. As we come out, we pray for libation, and we build with the community. We have looked to the northwest.
3: I'm Ryan Gable, and this is the Secret Teachings. This is our Black Magic Matters montage. It's in the archive at the secretteachings.info. It's part of your subscription. These are founders of Black Lives Matter talking about their religion. Always,
0: you know, and, I, and, and my tradition, you offer things that your loved one who passed away would want, honey or tobacco, or things like that. And it's so important, not just for us to be in direct relationship to. Our people who've passed, but also for them to know we've remembered
1: them. Ifa divination system, which makes use of an extensive corpus of texts and mathematical formulae. The word Ifa
0: refers to the mystical figure Ifa or Mila. Hashtags are for us are way more than a hashtag. It's literally almost resurrecting a spirit to look through us to get the work that we need to get done. I started to feel personally connected and responsible and accountable to them. We actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself, we uh, are trained Marxists. A very powerful person who is completely
1: possessed by what's essentially the communist ideology. The Ifar divination system
3: is used whenever an important collective decision has to be made
0: the philosophy presumes that group identity is paramount. That's
2: the fundamental philosophy that drove the Soviet Union and Maoist China. And it's the fundamental philosophy of
1: the left-wing activists. It's identity politics.
0: Black Lives Matter has sixteen chapters in the United States and in Canada, which each chapter represents a name of a god or goddess
1: in the Ifu religion or Odu Ifu, which has sixteen points, sixteen chapters of demonic possession. Burn on my shrine. And it took almost a year for me to realize that,
3: that this I was a witch
1: movement is much more than black a black magician social justice movement. At its core it's a spiritual movement. Mm. Because we're literally standing on spilled
2: blood.
3: Around with magic that is black. But listen here, the most powerful magical mysteries. And never give a single thing back.
0: Drop your cult-like affiliation, right? Step out of the shadows, the demonic shadows, your ideological possession, and step forward as a fully developed person into the light.
3: This ain't America. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not.
2: You kind of invoke that spirit. ...and those spirits actually become present with... ...because we're, we're standing on, standing spill on blood. spilled
3: blood. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. So, if the practitioners of magic are doing things that are positive and beneficial... ...even if that is something for themselves... ...you could classify it as white magic or gray magic... ...but if you're doing things to harm others classify that as black magic and if the goal of black lives matter is admittedly in their own words that they're Marxist cultural revolutionaries and they want to overthrow the Western civilization the Western prescribed family nuclear unit well that will cause lots of chaos lots of crime lots of death lots of destruction I don't care if you call it love and light your intentions are dark And you are a practitioner of black magic. I don't care if you say we're going to invoke spirits and we're going to give them honey and tobacco things that they like during their life. I get all that. That's what we do on Halloween every year. That's where the practice of trick-or-treating comes from. Going to scowling. I get that. We, We do that all the time. But if you're doing it to break apart families and if you're doing it to destroy masculinity, that's not witchcraft, okay? And that's not a good form of witchcraft, if it is witchcraft. That is pure evil. That is black, dark magic. That's what it is. All right, let's be serious. That's what it is. You can disagree with me, but in this case, you're wrong. That's what it is. If you're using the invocation of spirits and the pouring out of libations and you're staying on spilled blood and you're using the spirits to carry out your agenda and your agenda is not love and light like you say it is and your agenda is, in your own words, cultural Marxism and the destruction of, of masculinity and the family unit and in the preservation of all that is sacred and moral. You're some of the most evil sons of bitches on the planet. But evil sons of bitches don't come and tell you they're going to do evil things to you. They come and they tell you, like the Antichrist does, they're going to bring they're going to bring peace to the world. They're going to bring peace to all the warring nations. They're going to they're going to stop all the wars and they're going to stop all the suffering and disease. And if you don't agree with them, they'll chop your head off on a guillotine. If I was a Christian and I had my Bible with me, I'd be sweating pretty good right now, you know? Maybe you have the other view and you'd be, you'd be having, you know, celebrations and you'd be jubilant and you'd be ready for Christ to come back. Because we're almost at that point, it seems like, doesn't it? What, what are you talking about? I mean, just because you don't know the words that are coming out of my mouth, you know, I'm not talking to listeners. I'm just, you know, people that say, I don't even know what the, someone told me, I don't know what those words mean. What do you mean? What's Marxism? What's Marxism? The founder of your movement (laughs) is a Marxist. How can you support it? You don't even know what it is. You should look into it. It's like, oh, they're, they're witches too. Well, that's crazy. I just played the audio clips. They are openly promoting black magic, but they're telling you it's good. Any black magician is going to tell you it's good. Because they want you aware of it Because you have to give them permission to harm you And your permission is Well I believe in love and light I believe everybody matters Now they got you Good luck getting out of that devil's snare That bind So anyway witchcraft What is witchcraft? We're talking about witchcraft tonight We had a discussion on Friday night On lighting the void about it And then I Had some time to think over the weekend About witchcraft and there was an article in the Atlantic back in March of this year, and they're talking about what witchcraft is today. You know, you can buy these like blue ribbon, blue, a no, blue apron—that's what it is, blue apron-style magic making kits. That's kind of cool, I guess. Or you can, you know, go to rituals through Airbnb. I'm neutral in that. I, I, I don't like Airbnb that much, but I didn't know that Airbnb hosted Equinox rituals. I guess that's kind of interesting. But this article explained how, and a lot of you probably knew this, that witchcraft has turned into, like, feminism and anti-establishment, and it's become synonymous with the extremist left. And I have an explanation for why that is. In the Soviet Union, or in any communist country, perhaps more than any other authoritarian state, the state is absolute God. So like Stalin and Marx and Lenin and all the rest, they say that the goal is to, and the agenda is to, eliminate people's faith in God. doesn't matter what God or what goddess, but eliminate people's faith in God. Why? Because ultimately God, believing in God, Worshipping God is magic. You know, you pray, you focus your energy. And if people are empowered through those means to a higher calling, they will subvert the power of the temporal, corporeal state. So you have to eliminate people's ability to even practice free thought by crushing it at all available opportunities. And in placement of that you put in destructive, chaotic views Satanism, black magic, witchcraft, which become prevalent in those environments. So of course the left-wing activists that Jordan Peterson talked about group identity, identity politics, collectivism, identity politics and collectivism, this is the view of the left-wing activists, it's the primary driving ideological cult message of the Soviet Union and communist China and any other state of this nature. That's why the extreme left today, you will go to most left rallies, which are women's movements, anti-gun rallies, or anti-US rallies, some of them have turned into, even if they're love and light, peaceful protests, you go down there and you're going to find a lot of people that think that witchcraft is voting Democrat, like literally. Vote, 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 vote. It becomes political. And that's a sign of the times, perhaps, but these witches are really, really excited to tell you that they're witches, and witches historically have not been excited to tell you that they're witches because they're going to get their throat slit. They're going to get drowned, or they're going to get burned at the stake. They're going to get hanged. But today, see, witchcraft has become trendy and popular. And since it's become trendy and popular, it's become lucrative. And you can sell witchcraft. You can sell licenses, essentially, to be a witch. All you need is this starter kit. And you can be a witch. You don't need to study. You don't need to meditate. You don't need to go outside and look at the moon. All you need to do is buy this starter kit you get your robe, you get your candles, and you get your whatever else. You get your broom, foldable, collapsible broom, and then you become a witch. I don't think that's how witchcraft works. Maybe I'm missing something here. You know that witches have tried to bind the president, and witches have also cast a spell against the coronavirus. They put together a hyper sigil to buying the coronavirus. How's that working out for you? And I'm sure that you get a lot of witches that'll be like, well, look, actually, we did stop it because the numbers are fraudulent. So we stopped it. Well, if you if you stopped it, then why, why why, are there so many... Why The fraudulent numbers, that's been happening since the beginning. We're just now learning officially about it through the CDC. And if you talk about it, then they're telling you that you're a right-wing conspiracy theorist, white supremacist. That was in the news yesterday. Those who believe the CDC numbers are really white right-wing Nazis. Well, when you have an extremist left media, then they're going to say anything to the, op- the, the opposition of what they say is right-wing. And when you have the same ideological collective mindset when it comes to magic or witchcraft, you're going to have the same problem. If I say, I don't believe that Instagram witches are real witches, then you get people that, oh, you don't believe in witchcraft. You, don't, you belittle what I do. No, I just don't think that getting something out of the mailbox makes you a witch. That's just my view. You can take it however you want. That's just my view. Then, I don't know if you, you know about this. This is, uh. to be honest with you, I really couldn't define what TikTok is. But TikTok, here's a big thing on TikTok. TikTok witches are fighting for the online future of witchcraft. So witchcraft went from the woods to the internet. The article here from CNET says, in 2020, witches have gone viral for hexing the moon on a platform the U.S. president wants to ban. Oh, we're back to Donald Trump again. See, witchcraft has become all about Donald Trump, isn't it? Whether you believe in magic or not, the online witchcraft community is real, very real. In recent years, witchcraft and magic have transcended into a cultural phenomenon. That definitely is true. That is spreading over the Internet. There are countless witches all over the world, working jobs like nurses, teachers, and accountants. They just happen to burn sage and post magic-inspired videos to the internet as well. Magic-inspired videos. I wonder what those look like. A lot of cleavage, I'm sure. And the community is growing rapidly, they say. More and more baby witches are, I guess that's a thing, baby witches are spending hours exchanging tips, tricks, and ideas with like-minded witches in virtual family-like groups known as covens on platforms like TikTok and YouTube. It's this influx of witches using social media and technology that has brought increased attention to the witchcraft community with a significant amount of double-double toll and trouble. All these clever, clever authors. Social media has created a schism between the tech-friendly young witches and the older witches who remain worried it might set the community back centuries of progress. Ah, so according to CNET, there's a huge schism between instagram witches and older witches now that's interesting it's really interesting because if i'm going to pick a side i'm probably going to side with the older witches who don't run around with their tits hanging out telling everybody they're a witch maybe if we started burning people at the stake again instagram witches would vanish just like that i'm not saying to do that all right it's a sarcasm but social media created a, has created the schism between tech-friendly young witches, between these tech-friendly young witches and the older witches who remain worried it might set the community back centuries of progress. You think so? So if I'm picking a side here, I'm picking the side of the, not, not older witches by age per se, but those who have a traditional view of witchcraft. That's the kind of witchcraft that I consider you to be a witch. If my opinion matters at all, and it doesn't. That's the, the perception that I have. I have a view of, like, witchcraft, I guess, in line with what older witches believe. I don't think that tech-friendly young witches are really witches. I don't think they're really witches. Sorry to burst your cauldron. I just don't think they're really witches. My opinion doesn't matter. I don't know. I'm just providing you a perspective tonight, but I can tell you this. There's an older generation of witches, and there are those who might be young, who have more of that traditional value of, of, of what witchcraft is. And we're on the same page. Because whatever it is today that's witchcraft, it's not really witchcraft. we got to find a new name for it. It's not really witchcraft. It's It's witchiness, which is cool. Which is cool. Sometimes witchy girls are hot, you know? But, you know, I don't... I don't want to, you know, I don't want to interact with someone who's going to use their loving light powers to bind the president because they don't like his policies, because they don't understand them, because they never read them, because they've been told to think a certain way by media and extremist activists. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's some more after this. Stay with us.
0: are listening to the secret teachings with your host ryan gable to contact ryan email rd at yahoo.com
3: you could listen to this and that show is now running all day friday and all day saturday on history channel which is really amazing it's, i don't know if there's any other show on tv that's doing that
0: right now so i hate this channel
3: Or you could listen to the secret teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week and join us to explore the outer limits and quarantine zones of history, symbolism, parapolitics, myth, and more. We don't have insiders or some galactic confederation ambassador, but we do have books, memories, critical thinking skills, and an ability to recognize patterns. And we also know a little bit about a lot. But don't take my word for it.
0: I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed
3: a generalist. Find the fringe.fm Monday through Friday for new episodes of The Secret Teachings or check out TalkStream Live in the Paranormal Radio app. Visit www.thesecretteachings.info to subscribe to the entire show archive so that you can listen, stream and download every episode after it airs. Subscribers also get access to our montages and digital books. www.thesecretteachings.info and The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday on The Fringe FM. Don't settle for less.
0: And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence, but... I hate
2: this channel.
3: Are you ready to explore the unknown and the secret teachings? Do you have everything you need?
0: I've got my secret socks on,
1: and my secret TV, and my secret TV channel.
3: SpongeBob sounds ready.
0: Are you? Did you buy Alexa? No, I don't know why people would voluntarily bug your own house. Like, do you think you're the only one listening in on that? You never saw Weird Science, how creepy these nerds are? All these cameras on your phone? All of that. The people go on Ancestry.com. Why would you send your saliva into the internet? Why don't you just go to the Illuminati and help them build your robot replacement? (coughs)
3: Alex Exxon and you're listening to KTLK The Fringe FM
2: do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult then check out Ryan's books available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States for a practical balanced and unique look at the food industry vaccinations The Theories of Disease, and Geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info.
3: You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting.
1: May I have... The password,
3: please. The Fringe FM. That's right, sir. That is the password. Tell me the fairy
2: tale again. I'm called Gretel, and this rough one here is my brother, Hansel.
0: She's <laughs> keeping her eyes closed. She I can't look directly at Are you willing to forsake the path of light and follow the path of the night? fairy
1: tale, Careful with that, dear. I'd hate for you to
2: start something you can't stop. Oh Lord, I now and I begin. Oh will cut me and I'll leave my
1: sin. For I repent and shall be from evil. I will turn to thee. Never shall destroy
0: my faith. For I repent and shall be. For God, my Lord, I now begin. I'll help me and I'll leave my sin. For I repent
1: and shall be from evil. I will turn to thee. us
0: this is your power
1: to see what is hidden and to take it.
0: The demon's name gives us power over Almighty it. Almighty Dark Lord. Oh mighty Dark Lord. By whom all things are set afire. By set afire. Thy power be thy path. Thy, be thy
1: will, path. Be my will be thy desire. Thy will be desire. hell as it is on earth. hell as it is on earth. Praise Satan. Praise Satan. For you. It's all for you. Kyle, Satan!
2: The demon's name gives us power over it. All that is left
1: is to make
2: him delicious.
1: Your name gives me dominion over you, demon. And I do know your name. You are valid! The defiler!
2: The full You are valid! Satan! One of the eight kings of hell. There's something wrong here, but it's so pleasant. Where are all the animals? From where does she draw milk? We reject the Trinity and pray devoutly to you, great payman. Give us your knowledge of all secret things, bring us honor, wealth. And good familiars bind all men to our will as we have bound ourselves for now and ever to yours. ourselves for now and ever to yours we reject the trinity and pray devoutly to you great pain tell me the fairy tale again i'm called gretel and this rough one here is my brother Hanson. all that is left
1: is to make
3: Ryan Gable and this is the secret teachings on the fringe FM.
0: Hair and ruby lips. Fly
3: from the if you say that your goal is white, love and light, night, she's a but your goals and, and actions and aspirations and ambitions suggest something darker than You're probably succumbing to the darkness and the dark side. There's a schism between witches today, between Instagram witches and older witches. You know, Instagram witches, uh, social media witches, people that are witchy. They, They resemble witches, but they're not necessarily witches. Drove herself to madness. This this is what a lot of witches have done traditionally. They drive themselves into a state of hysteria. In fact, the Oracle of Delphi was in a state of hysterical madness when she gave Oracle, much like the other oracles at the time. They were in a state of hallucination. They had inhaled, as the story goes, toxic vapors from within the earth. So this made them delirious. Traditionally, shamans, for example, have been people that have had near-death experiences or people that are crippled or handicapped because it's believed that they have a stronger connection to the other world, the other side. And so what happens is you have a a, a generation of people that I think have been intentionally misled through media And intentionally ill informed about what things like shamanism and witchcraft are. And there's a revitalized interest in these things. And so, if you're not careful, you end up with Instagram witches and shaman whores and people that really don't understand what witchcraft or shamanism is. And in a way, it's very defiling of these sacred things. Shamans are are sacred, witchcraft is sacred. The secret teachings are sacred. Occultism, in many respects, is sacred. I mean, occultism is hidden because if you don't hide it, there are people that are going to find it and they are going to use it not knowing what they're doing and they're going to hurt themselves and others. There are other people, on the other hand, on the left hand, that are going to use it because they know it can hurt people and they know that it can temporarily provide them with sustenance of their most intimate, deepest, perhaps darkest, animal desires. And so that's why... These things have been preserved for centuries. So they're not used inappropriately. They don't accidentally bring harm to others. And so the people that are using them don't get hurt. But so others don't use them to bring harm intentionally to their perceived enemies or whoever it might be. In other words... These sacred ideas, concepts, symbols, uh, whatever you want to call them, have been preserved. So Instagram witches today don't take them and try to bind the president. They don't take them and try to bind the vice president. They don't take them and try to bind the Republican Party because they don't like the politics of it. That's not witchcraft. That's ignorance. It's defiling. So... What a lot of these witches are, you might call them Instagram witches, I call them Valix witches because Valix is the defiler. Valix defiles what's pure, what's innocent. That's why Valix often appears as a child, innocence. They're Valix witches. And I call the show tonight Wikipedia because if you go to Wikipedia, anybody can add to that, anybody can adjust it. And that's what witchcraft is anybody can just adjust it and play with it and make it whatever they want to make it. You want to bind the president? You want to resist the president? Why does it all boil down to Donald Trump? Why weren't you trying to bind Obama when he was selling the country out to other global governing bodies? Why, why weren't you trying to, like, cast a spell on Barack Obama when he signed these international trade deals to sell the United States out? Why weren't you casting a spell on Obama when he built the cages at the border? Why weren't you casting a spell on Obama when he was holding citizens at black sites without lawyers or communication in Chicago? Why weren't you binding Obama? Just Trump because the media told you to? Okay, I'll do it. I'm a witch. I've got powers. I'll bind the president. It's pathetic. And it's defiling the sacred. So no wonder there's a schism between older witches and between those that are younger. And just because you're younger doesn't mean you can't be a witch. I mean, it's kind of like traditional values. It's like the traditional values of witchcraft, true witchcraft, are preserved by an older generation But there are many in the younger generation that also see those things, and they feel the way that I do. In fact, I'm one of those people. You don't have to be a female to be a witch. I'm one of those people. I would agree with the older witches. We read this article from CNET in the last segment about TikTok witches, and it says, social media has created a schism between the tech-friendly young witches and the older witches who remain worried it might set the community back centuries of progress. I agree with that. That's exactly what's happening. Because... I, I I, you know, I don't really care about being part of a community, but I kind of feel for you in a way if you're like a legitimate practicing witch and you listen to my show and you think, oh, he hates witches. I thought this was a cool occult show. Well, no, I don't hate witches. I just hate people that pretend to be something they're not and do things that they don't understand and defile sacred things. That's what I don't like. And it's dangerous. It's like the ghost song. Really, it's like that ghost song One of the recent ones that came out, Kiss the Goat. You've been playing around with magic that is black. But all the most powerful magical mysteries, they never gave a single thing back. Why? Because it's a fraud. It's a lie. The only thing you're going to get back is chaos and destruction. It's going to come back to haunt you. But that's what everybody wants to do. They want to kiss the goat because, oh, I love Satan. I love the devil. I'm all about love and light. I don't want to kiss the goat. I just want to play with magic. It's fun. But all the most powerful magical mysteries, never gave a single thing back. Never gave a single thing back. Never have, never will give a single thing back. You've been duped. You've been played. That's what witchcraft has become today, and it's not, not, not okay in my mind. You know, witchcraft is something that's it's usually attributed to, like, Wiccanism, which is a pagan practice involving an adherence to the cycles of nature and her seasons, during which the yearly wheel turns perpetually. And Wiccanism is like witchcraft, but they are kind of two separate things. Witchcraft can be like a way of life paganism can be a way of life wiccanism can be a way of life but witchcraft is like a practice for a lot of people more so than wiccanism which is more like a like an earth-based faith or an earth-based religion some might just call it an earth-based perspective you know now when you when you hear this stuff about witches that are hexing the president or witches that are hexing the conservatives or witches that are hexing men just black magic then the word hex It doesn't mean to cast a spell, like a lot of people think. It comes from the German hexen, which means to use witchcraft. So when you hex somebody, you're just using witchcraft. You're using intention to do something to them. If your intention is to bind and to harm, this is not good. Now, traditionally, witches have been seen as communing with the devil, right? But the actions of the witch are not the result of demons working externally through the witch, necessarily, nor are they the result of the desires of Satan working through the witch. These dreadful witches throughout history, many of them not witches and not so dreadful, they do indeed sell their soul, though they do it in a different way. They do it through their poisonous passions and their frenzied actions. Therefore, their soul becomes the victim and the demon. They're pleomorphic. They become the very thing that they're trying to invoke because that's what the spirit of evil is. Because you think that you're doing something good, but your poisonous passions and your frenzied actions turn your soul black as night. True witches are like any practitioner of black magic or any practitioner of magic involved in harmful and poisonous activities whereby their victims and themselves are injured because you play around with magic that's black and you're going to get hurt. But true witches, likewise, are not playing around with black magic. They're disgusted the way that I am about what witchcraft has become. The difference between a witch and a conjurer of demons, though, is that the witch has submitted herself to the spirits of evil while conjurers exercise power over the same. So the founders of Black Lives Matter are conjurers. They're not really... Witches per se—they're conjurers, they're practitioners of magic. They're not technically witches. I guess you could define it any way you wanted, but they're not really witches. And of course, witches are often confused with practitioners of Wiccanism or paganism, and thus, due to institutional forms of religion, are often seen as worshippers and servants of the infernal, of the devil. Now, I mean, think about miracles—the miracles of any religion especially one founded on magic and ritual, like the Catholic Church, are derived from supernatural powers based in the faith of that belief, whereas all other oppositional miracles to one's particular faith are seen as heretical. In other words, your view on the world, as much as it's all about love and light and peace and justice and equality, your views are not going to be seen like that by everybody, especially those who know what your group or what your movement actually represents. there's a lot to say on the witch we could sit here and probably talk about it for you know another two hours but if you go back into the history of witchcraft there are a lot of things that you know they're just it's intriguing it's like where did that idea come from so you know like like Satan Satan's their master and Satan often appears as as a goat or a black cat witches are often seen as a black cat Satan's often seen as a black goat a billy goat I call the Billy Eilish goat you know, the, the the black cat is like synonymous as a familiar of witches. This is why Sabrina, the teenage witch, has a black cat. And they took that comical TV show and they turned it into a black mass on television for everybody to watch. Because that's what Instagram witches want to see. Because they think that if they put a picture into a glass jar with some spiders like they do in the show, they're going to bind their the guy that turned him down for a date, you know? That's not good magic, I can tell you that. Now, this idea that witches can fly, I don't know if anybody can fly out there, but their ability to fly has been traced back to the 13th century, when it was thought that witches would mount sticks and bisoms and then take to the air by some kind of power, and then they would arrive at the Sabbath. These witches were called wandering dames. There's actually a name for them, the witches that would ride the brooms. Now, maybe the broom, and there are a lot of different reasons why the broom was used. One, because you can use it to symbolically sweep out energies and clean, cleanse. A broom is also, of course, you know, something that a woman has traditionally used in the house to clean the house. So a lot of women were witches. They were perceived to be. So the woman's got the broom and, you know, she's a witch. Now, this is an interesting thing. I learned this in uh, The Mirror of Magic by Kurt Seligman. He's got a really good section in that book on, on witchcraft. And I've I've taken a little bit of that and expanded on it greatly in my book, Occult Arcana. If you have my book and you haven't gotten to this chapter yet, it's if you flip through the book, there's no page numbers intentionally, but if you flip to the back of the book where you can see all the demonic sigils, um, witchcraft is towards the middle of that chapter. Diabolism, witchcraft, elementals, spirits, devils, and angels. And you turn to the section on witchcraft, you'll see a uh, Sebastian Munster Cosmographia Universalis, from 1544, of a witch summoning a three-headed demon. A three-headed demon is also ball, according to Colin de Plancy in Dictionary Infernal. So you'll see that witchcraft section. It'll take you through what witchcraft is. A little bit of Kurt Seligman. There's some cool pictures in here. The Sorcerer's Feast by F.M. I cannot pronounce this guy's name. I know how to know how to write it. <laughs> uh, I'll spell it for you. The Sorcerer's Feast. F-R-M-G-U-A-C-C-I-U-S. Gossias, I guess, from the Compendium Maleficarum, Milan, in Milan, 1608. I've got the Witch's Sabbath in here by Michael Herr. St. Anthony fighting the devil with the cross. If you look at that picture of St. Anthony fighting the devil with the cross, the devil in that form kind of looks like the creatures in, in a way, sort of, a little bit just the, la- the legs and the arms it kind of looks like the creatures from a quiet place there's a lot of other pictures in here too making pacts, uh, heaven, hell and purgatory And you got the Satan presiding over the Sabbath from Paul Christian Historie de la Magie Secret of the Black Hen from the Grimoire uh, summoning Lucifer uh, Johann George Faust summoning the demon uh, of course the devil presenting St. Augustine with the book of Vices, I've got that in there the Legend of Theophilus from Monk Conrad's Illuminated Manuscript. I've got, oh, this is one of the biggest ones. De Urbain Grandier, 1634. Father Grandier, if you don't know this story, was accused and convicted of witchcraft. So there are many guys that have been convicted of witchcraft. Grandier is probably the most famous. He was convicted of witchcraft before being burned at the stake. You know, you don't tell people, I'm a witch, because you get burned at the stake. At his trial was presented this document, and I've got a picture of it in the book, taken from his residence and apparently signed in blood, in Latin, in reverse. It's called Father Grandier's Diabolic Contract. It's got the signatures of demons like Osmodeus. The devil himself supposedly signed it. Apparently, in in, uh, the trial, it came out that what happened was that he was psychically molesting nuns, according to the reports, according to the story. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But at least the the most famous story, perhaps, of a male witch is Urban Grangier. You could type that in. They burned him at the stake. So it's not just, you know, it's not just uh, women. Men got burned at the stake, too. But mostly, mostly women. So you got the broom. So anyway, you look into uh, Kurt Seligman. He wrote one book. It's called The Mirror of Magic. I've got a lot of it in my book, too. He talked about this uh, narcotic oil that was made by witches, and it was smeared over their body and in magical instruments like brooms while they, you know, they spoke incantations, which are, you know, the repeating of words and things like this, you know, like that song "Umbrella," "Ella," 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 "Ella." It's an incantation. It's a chant. They're invoking something. Now, this narcotic oil. This is interesting. Th- this is what was believed to give the witches the power of flight, for which they would then take up their broom and they would fly to the to the sabbath or like the pythia like delphi they became so in such in a frenzied state that they instead because they were rubbing narcotic oil on their body they fell to the ground in convulsion only later awakening after the diabolic mass had been attended the meaning here of course being that there was no gathering except in the delusional mind of the witch after applying the toxic And that's a very common explanation for the meetings of witches, despite the fact that these gatherings did indeed occur in some capacity. In simple terms, witches hallucinated and imagined that they were at the black masses. And then there were others who accused people who were not witches of being at these black meetings, and they imagined things that then became the foundation of of what a black mass was, or the black Sabbath was, or something to this effect. And it really wasn't something a, a, a person attended. It was something that was made up in the minds of the accusers. And uh, therefore, a lot of what we think about witchcraft is made up in the minds of the accusers, not in contracts or pacts with the devil. The witch's Sabbath itself is, is partly left over as a remnant of the religio- paganorum or the religion of the country people the word pagan being derived from paganus meaning villager or civilian in latin it was later the pagan was to become the heathen by the christian definition so then earth-based views started to turn into diabolistic views if you will and what once adorned the body and head during uh, samhain festivals animal skins and horns were now considered sole attributes of Satan, and these disguises are the origins not only of modern practices of trick or treating or what they called going to scowling, but of the belief that devils and even Satan himself attended such gatherings in the sacred groves of Diana. So Sam Hain Halloween, it's coming up very quickly. We've got something special planned on the fringe FM for you, as always. And and leading up to it we'll have, you know, our typical Sam Hain the secret teaching shows, and we'll also have, you know, I always I do a couple of shows on scary food ingredients and candy and cereals like Count chocolate and stuff like that just to have some fun. But Hain, all this is based on communing with spirits, dressing nicely and putting out food to welcome spirits or putting out food to appease spirits that might otherwise vandalize your home. And you'd use, you know, animal skins and horns and these pagan practices, the holiday, the holy day, became our holidays and we practice halloween today people think halloween's evil i don't think it's evil but when you look at halloween and what we do it's really a form of, of witchcraft but it's not a negative dark form of witchcraft we only think it's witchcraft and it's evil because christianity has defined it as such and other religions as well has defined it um, as such but how many black witches sabbaths have actually occurred black masses have actually occurred you know, Which is really an inversion of the ceremony of the Christian Mass, where devotions are paid to a demon, uh, usually in the form of a dog or a goat or other animal. How many of these have occurred? I, I don't know. I can't imagine many. But some have probably occurred. They probably occur today. But the witch didn't necessarily attend them. The witch hallucinated and fell into convulsion and then woke up and thought she communed with the devil gave herself to the devil. I mean, you can do that spiritually, right? You can do that the etheric or the astral, right? So maybe she did commune with the devil. Maybe he communed with the devil. So here's the other thing. If you watch that movie, Gretel and Hansel, they had to put Gretel first because, you know, it's sexually, politically correct. So Hansel had to come second. But Gretel Gretel and Hansel, I, I called it, well, that's another show, but Gretel and Hansel, you watch that movie, remember the witch... In the woods, she has this like pomade that she rubs on her hands, right to grab the broom. Uh, I had read uh, Kurt Seligman's *The Mirror of Magic* like maybe five months, no, maybe maybe like a year even. It's been that long, maybe like a year. And I remembered that what I read about the about the ointment that the witches would apply, and uh, then I saw this movie, and I, it was pretty accurate in a lot of ways. And I saw her rub this, this gel stuff on her hands, you know, and it was a hallucinogenic substance. Now, see, how do you produce this hallucinogenic substance? You know about plants and herbs. That's what the witch tries to show Gretel in the movie. And she has all this power, and she doesn't need family. She doesn't need men. She doesn't need anything but herself. Selfishness. But it's all about love and taking care of yourself. That's what the whole New Age community sells you. Don't worry about what other people think. Do your own thing. That's what Crowley's system was based on. Do what thou wilt. I know, do what thou wilt should be the whole of the law, and the whole of the law shall be love, or something like that. But love and light, again, doesn't necessarily mean it's love and light like you think it's love and light. So if the whole New Age community and all the people that are ascending or transcending or transmutating or whatever they're doing into you know the next dimensional plane of existence, if you pay a certain amount of money to these cult leaders like David Wilcock, all the people that are ascending, they're doing it, in the same way that Black Lives Matter goes down to riots and protests. They're doing it in the same way that anybody goes down and does something like that. They're doing it in the same way that the witch tried to convince Gretel in Gretel and Hansel that she has all this power and she's in charge and she matters and nothing else matters. Her brother doesn't even matter. What does it all mean? It means that you're disconnecting from source. You're disconnecting from spirit you're disconnecting from all that is holy, all that is divine. When you pervert sexuality with random acts of sexual gratitude and animal pleasure, and you don't see sex as divine or sacred, and it doesn't mean anything to you. When you take drugs and narcotics to put you into altered states in order to commune with devils and demons, or to commune with aliens or whatever, I'm not saying hallucinogens are negative or bad. I mean, they can really be beneficial for some people. But when you do them intentionally because you just want to feel the pleasure, man... What do you think that goes back to? That goes back to the 60s, flower power. It goes back to drugs and sex and alcohol and free love. That's meant to demoralize and destabilize society, not hold things together. And that's what the younger generation of witches have become today. And the very few that preserve what witchcraft really is, that preserve what paganism is or Wiccanism is, it's a beautiful thing in a way. Or at the very least, it's a neutral thing that I don't see as good or evil. I see it as a, a viewpoint and a faith and something that is knowledgeable and empowering. Maybe that is positive. And that gets overshadowed by, the, by Etsy witches and Instagram witches and TikTok witch. I'm not saying you can't make a living from that, you know, by doing things that are very, very helpful to people that are, that are, that are desiring it. But putting a bind on the president and resisting, you know, men, this is not witchcraft disconnecting yourself from source and others, this is not witchcraft at all. This is diabolism. Just because you take some stuff from the Internet, from Wikipedia doesn't mean that you are suddenly a witch. It just means that you think you're something that you're not, and you pretend, and you are playing around with powers and magical mysteries that are dark and black. And you know what they say about magical mysteries that are dark and they're black? They never give a single thing back, ever. Never. Never have they gave a single thing back except pain and suffering and uncontrollable chaos. And you need to repent for the abuses of nature that you've committed. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. I appreciate you all listening tonight and hearing my my rant on witches and witchcraft. I hope you learned something, and hope that you see the objective analysis in this show. If you want to read more about this, you can check out my book Occult Arcana. It's at www.thesecretteachings.info. It's a huge book. Got it right here on my desk. It's a massive book, Occult Arcana: A Mystic Study of Philosophy, Theology, Science, Mythology, Symbolism, Theurgy, Magic, Alchemy, and Superstition, Psychic Abilities, Sigil Stones, Filters, Herbs, Charms, Talismans, Spells and Curses. Occult Arcana, www.thesecretteachings.info or You can subscribe to our archive. When you subscribe, you get access to the Secret Teachings radio show. You get access to the montages, like the two we played tonight. And you get access to the digital books on the website. But if you'd like to buy a book, that also supports us. And it supports you, too. This book is loaded with information. Occult Arcana at www.thesecretteachings.info If you have any questions or comments please email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Especially if you disagree. I want to know what you think if you disagree. rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. And the last thing I forgot to mention is that there are some people that are a little bit upset recently, the last couple of days, that there are people practicing magic and witchcraft and whatnot. They say it's cultural appropriation. So even witchcraft has become far more politically correct than even being about politics. It's cultural appropriation to observe the laws of nature and to align yourself with the cycles of the planets. By the way, Halloween this year, a full moon visible to the entire world. I'm sure that'll be beautiful, but I guess if I stare at the moon and the moon and I think, "Oh, that's beautiful," I guess I'm it's cultural appropriation, you know, because at one point in history, some culture saw the moon first and identified it as Selene and Diana. And I'm just culturally appropriating that as a white, straight male. Oops. Have a good night. Stay informed, stay safe, and we'll talk to you in the next broadcast.